This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you. Toll free, it's 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, Linda, I know I, I communicate for a living, but I think sometimes I fail in my efforts to communicate properly so people understand. I'm going to go through something slowly so everybody understands where I am on this. And and by the way, there's some updates to give you. Of, of course, we're now up to the eighth vote. It's we're still stuck in the mud. I think I can tell you behind the scenes there's progress being made, uh, but I can't specifically give you a number of where this is ultimately going to lead. Um, last night there were four specific concessions that Kevin McCarthy made that people had been asking for. Uh, one is a little nuts to me. And that is he'd already given in on the issue of the motion to vacate with only a five member threshold, which is meaning which means that at any given time, five members could force a vote to oust the speaker. Well, he reduced it to any one member. Now, that potentially, if you're dealing with some crazy people in a caucus, uh, could be disastrous for anybody. But he agreed to it last night. That's what he agreed to. Uh, similarly, even though more than half the Freedom Caucus already supports Kevin McCarthy, he agreed to put more Freedom Caucus members, and I'm, I'm friends with the Freedom Caucus, as all of you know, uh, on the House Rules Committee. That's two additional seats. Uh, he's pledged to hold the votes that, that some lawmakers felt was important. I thought they were part of the agenda anyway, but anyway, term limits and border security bills. Um, that's all part of his commitments to America and major changes to the appropriations process to prevent any omnibus opportunities. In other words, he will allow floor amendments to be offered by any lawmaker meeting in the caucus. These are major concessions. So what have I been saying that people aren't hearing? Because I, I think I communicate. Um, I've been pretty clear about this. It's not complicated. What I'm saying is if you combine the motion to vacate now reduced to any one member as a threshold that can force a vote to oust Kevin McCarthy instead of five. Um, that, that in and of itself is a massive concession. In other words, if Kevin doesn't keep his promises, I keep hearing from the, the 20, the 21, well, uh, we need to know, we need assurances that he'll keep his promises. Well, that would be, you know, an insurance policy to hold him accountable or at least to let the American people know that he's not keeping a promise. But here's here's where I, I kind of am at odds with and trying to understand. And, and let me be very clear of, of the 20 people. I don't have any disagreement with any of them. They tend to be conservatives, uh, most of whom I like. I don't think they're being practical and reasonable on on this particular issue. And here's why. There's a reason why. Is that the agenda is already set. In other words, I don't think there's going to be any disagreement in the entire Republican caucus on the issue of Jim Jordan in the judiciary investigating whether the FBI has been politicized and the DOJ has been weaponized. I don't think there's any disagreement. I don't think there's any disagreement 
with Jim Comer, House Oversight Committee, leading the investigation into the Biden family syndicate, knowing now what we know that Joe Biden lied to the country about the issue of I've never once talked to my son, Hunter, uh, about any of his foreign business dealings. Well, we have all the evidence we'd ever want to prove that he lied. And, and that would explain why he withheld a billion taxpayer dollars from Ukraine until a prosecutor was fired. If he wasn't talking to his son about what was going on there and the investigation that the prosecutor was conducting on his son, I don't think he would have withheld the billion dollars. So that is in stone. Looking into the origins of COVID and Dr. Fauci, those are investigations that we desperately need answers to because we were misled, I believe, purposely on many occasions as it relates to COVID. And we lost so many Americans. And the fact that our government, you know, allowed Fauci to continue uh, all of this and, and not get to the bottom of gain of function, who knew what and where. Uh, monies from the Eco Alliance, from the NIH that went to the Wuhan Virology Lab. You know, we need answers. And that would include, by the way, the horrific withdrawal from Afghanistan. So my point is this, is I don't see one Republican disagreeing with that agenda. Not one. It's baked in cement. McCarthy is committed to all of it. Every Republican, I believe, I don't know one that doesn't agree with that. Okay. Now it's the other part of what Republicans need to do. And remember, it was McCarthy that came out with, it wasn't anybody else, it was McCarthy who came out with the commitments to America, put his name to paper, and this is going to be the agenda. In other words, that too is set in concrete. For example, I'll remind you, I'll go over it. I've gone over it before. An economy that's strong, fighting inflation, lowering the cost of living, uh, stopping wasteful government spending that is raising the price of groceries and gas and cars and housing, et cetera, et cetera, and on a national debt, increased take-home pay, how to create good-paying jobs in the, in the free market, et cetera, uh, making America energy independent and reducing gas prices. That means he'll fight against the, the new taxes that Biden put on natural gas, crude oil, and coal recently. And then, of course, the taxes that he put on corporations, that'll be passed on to you. And on top of the, uh, the taxes that they put on people that have pension plans, I can't believe they taxed that after the worst year with the stock market since 2008. Then part two of the commitment to America, a nation that's safe. It starts with securing the border, combating illegal immigration. And that means going back to the Trump policies, ending catch and release loopholes, uh, requiring legal status to get a job, etc. Also, reducing crime and public safety and supporting 200,000 more police officers through recruiting bonuses and opposing all efforts to defund and dismantle police departments. That's all in writing. Crackdown on prosecutors and DAs that won't prosecute crimes while permanently criminalizing all forms of illicit fentanyl that's killing our kids. Defend America's national security, support our troops, invest in our military, select, uh, establish a select committee in our number one geopolitical foe, China. Exercise peace through strength, build up our military. That's also in writing. A future that's built on freedom, making sure every student can succeed in these failing schools we have and giving parents a voice 
It's all in writing. Advance a parent's bill of rights bill. Recover lost learning from school closures. Expand parental choice so over a million more students can receive education that their parents believe is best. Defending fairness by ensuring that only women can compete in women's sports. It's all in writing. Achieve longer, healthier lives for Americans. Personalize care to provide affordable options, better quality, uh, trusted doctors, uh, lower prices through transparency, choice, invest in life-saving cures, improve access to telemedicine, which I think is going to be a big part of our medical future. Confront big tech and demand for, uh, fairness. That, too, is in writing. Providing greater privacy, data security protections, equipping parents with more tools to keep their kids safe online, stop companies from putting politics ahead of people. Well, we're going to have that big investigation. Then it's also in writing, keeping government accountable, upholding free speech, protecting the life of the unborn and their mothers, religious freedom, safeguarding our Second Amendment. It's in writing, holding Washington accountable, conducting rigorous oversight to rein in government abuse of power, corruption, provide real transparency. It's in writing, save and strengthen Social Security and Medicare. It's in writing, restore the people's voice and special treatment for members of Congress by repealing proxy voting and increasing accountability in the election process through voter ID, accurate voter rolls, and observer access, meaning partisan observers watch vote counting. Uh, and inst instilling and institutionalizing um, in in the elections integrity. So we have confidence in the results and, and integrity in the process. So that's all in cement. I don't think any Republican disagrees with that or any conservative disagrees with that. And that's my point. So in other words, and then if in fact he doesn't keep the promise, let's let's go to the worst case scenario. To me, it's not about Kevin. It's about what is locked in. All of this is now locked in. The personalities mean nothing to me. It's not about personality. Um, we had a lot of response last night to my uh, debate with, with Lauren Boebert, um, who I happened to like and supported in her campaign and will support again. And she's one of the 20. So she put out a statement, a tweet yesterday that said, uh, that showed her saying that President Trump needs to tell Kevin McCarthy that, sir, you don't have the votes and it's time to withdraw. Okay, so I said, all right, let's let's use your math. And it got a little heated and inter interruptive. And by the way, I'm listening to your complaints. We, we, we've come up with a solution for that problem tonight. I'm going to give people 30 seconds to answer. We'll run a clock. But it's hard when you when you have five or six minutes in a segment and somebody's not going to answer a question but it's not, I understand people's frustration watching that, so I apologize. We, we're putting in place a, a, a way to resolve that. Um, she didn't want to answer the question at first. I said, Congresswoman, if that's how you're going to do the math for Kevin McCarthy, he has over 200 people voting for him. He needs 218. I said, the people that are opposing him are 20, 21 people at this time. I said, if you're telling president trump that he needs to tell mccarthy that he doesn't have the votes well he's got 200 well you don't have the votes with 20 or 21 either so if we're going to use your math why don't you withdraw first considering you have far fewer votes than kevin mccarthy who has 90 percent of the republican vote 
Uh, some people took that the wrong way, apparently. But I'm to me, it's like, and, and by the end of the interview, I said, okay, let's say by the end of the week, let's say by Friday, you can't get to 30 anti-McCarthy votes. Would you then follow your own math formula and withdraw? And the answer was no. So at that point, it's my conclusion was, um, and people that, you know, generally agree can have disagreements. Uh, my point was, this is now just completely, totally personal. So it doesn't matter what, what Kevin McCarthy seems to do at this point. It doesn't matter what concessions he makes at this point, that there are just people that, that don't want him. And then others would say, well, well, Hannity, I guess we just have to find somebody else. Well, who is that person going to be? I mean, if Jim Jordan ran, which he's not, I've talked to him every day. He's not running. He's he's not going to be an option. And I'm not even sure Jim Jordan can get to 218. I'm not sure who at this point can get to 218. The frustrating part for me, if there's anything that's frustrating, is that all 222 Republicans, I can pretty much say confidently, agree on the investigation agenda and agree on the commitments to America agenda. So resolve this. It's locked in cement. And you have one member at any point can basically call for a no confidence vote. And that is the motion to vacate if speaker, if he became speaker, uh, in this case, McCarthy didn't follow through on his promises. To me, at that point, it's not about personality. To me, it's now about the American people and they need to be put at the top of the list. They need to be at the top of the pyramid the people that need to be served, the people that voted for all of these people. They voted for this change, and while they're being somewhat patient now, they're getting sick of it. And how do I know? Because I'm hearing from a lot of you. And there's only so far and so much of this that they're going to take before they, they really come down on the Republican Party, and that'll be justifiable at that point. Listen, our friends at my uh, pillow have their my slippers back. Now, last time they released this, the number it became the number one selling my pillow product, and they have stocked up again. My slippers now apparently come in a ton of additional sizes, all new colors, and it's the biggest sale they've ever had. Go to mypillow.com, the Sean Hannity Square, and you can save ninety bucks a pair. That's forty nine ninety eight per pair. And my slippers, remember, they have their exclusive four layer design, so you don't. You know, you're not going to find this in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable, extremely durable. You can wear them inside, outside, anywhere you want. It has a 10-year warranty, 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. Go to the Sean Hannity Square at MyPillow.com or mention my name when you call 800-919-6090. They have other deep discounts on other great MyPillow products that will help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square.